on this. The Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope and the Mother is with us as well. And of course, we take inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the Queenslander, the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. We grow up hearing about the week-by-week proposition in sporting terms. Statsman is putting a new... A new sort of spin on it, isn't he? It's a genuine week by week proposition, that bloke. He certainly is. He's uh was it Laurie Daly, I think, was a, a bit of a that sort of operator, wasn't he? He was uh, in and out of the team. Um he's uh he's the modern Laurie Daly. Uh, he's the stats man. Um big welcome back to the program to the modeler. Guys, oh, good to be here. Yeah, I think it was also was it uh was it Alistair Lynch towards the end of his career? He'd only played the home games. Home games. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Might have, to, uh, might have to start calling him lynching, maybe. Yeah, he's a late out uh, statsman. Interestingly enough, and um, ironically enough, he's got an infected tooth. He's the, he's the Cleary of, uh, of of the Barefoot podcast. Yes, yeah, there's probably, there, well, there might be a few similarities. Cleary struggles to stand up on the big occasions too. Mug, so there might be a few, there might be a few character traits there that statsman has in common. Oh dear, poor old Statsman's copping it from all angles uh, early on. Um, boys, what uh, what did we see over the weekend? What uh, what got us up and about? Yeah, I'll, I'll speak through NRL Nuggets. It's a bit of a funny time of year, so it's the first week where the Origin players don't play in the lead up, so it, it's sort of uh, it makes it a bit harder to get into, and the fixturing is a bit compromised. So it's. Um, Basically building up to tomorrow night. That's a showpiece event. But the weekend that was, it's yeah, it's, it feels a little bit watered down to be honest with you, Mug. Yeah, fair enough, Pope. Um, not over in the AFL though, Modler. An unbelievable round of football, really, in the AFL with an enormous amount of uh, upsets. I was going to say, yeah, I think just looking at the the fixture from from the weekend, was it like the first five games? I think were all upsets. Um, quite unprecedented. I don't know the. Uh, the guys over at Squiggle who, you know, throwing probabilities for their tips, they all, they, it was carnage there where you, you you sort of rate it on how close you are to the outcome. So, yeah, not a good uh, not a good weekend for uh, for that type of modelling, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, well, it might not have been a good weekend for the uh, modelling in terms of tipping, but I think it was a good weekend in terms of punting, and that's what we're more interested in over here. And I, the good times keep rolling for you, modeller. I'm pretty sure you had another good weekend. Yeah, it was another good one, especially early on in the weekends. Uh, starting with the AFL, uh, big go I had was on the Hawks. I had them short of three dollars, yep. and they got up. I think they nudged over four bucks at some point during yeah. the week. If not started, yeah. $4. I think it was four, four fifteen, four twenty at the go, mother. Yeah, so quite a good uh, comeback by them, and a, a good win in the end. Um, happy, happy to get that one. Uh, I had a, I think I said at the time a half unit on Freo. I think it was um, three ten into three twenty five, so another win there. Uh, and then a couple of shorties getting rolled in the Bulldogs and, uh, well, Richmond weren't favourites. I had them favourites, but no good there. And I think I was sort of on the fence with West Coast. I think I threw out a half stake on the line, which uh, which didn't quite get home there. But, um, yeah, in balance and footy, 
looking good. And then across to the league, uh, Broncos was the big one I had there. I had them about 220. So uh, you could have got three bucks at some points during the week on them. Uh, good win over in New Zealand for them. Uh, South Sydney, I, I was a bit on the fence with, I think it was Campbell Graham sort of named, but unsure. So I think, I, I don't think I tipped them up, but if, if I did, I'll, I'll cop that one. And the other uh, the other one I had was uh, my Knights. Um, they won and just covered that line uh, from podcast yeah. time at minus eight and a half as well. Yeah, nice model. Okay, another fantastic set from you, mate. Absolutely flying this year. Listeners, you got to tune into what the mis- uh, what the model is putting down here because uh, he's putting down some good stuff. Pope, how did you go? Yeah, highly impressive from the model mug. A uh, bit of a mixed bag for myself. Back to last Thursday night, I, I like the Dragons and they went in it against the Dolphins up in Redcliffe. Mug Friday night was good. Like the Cowboys and the Unders, the Old Faithful plus an under combination both got up in the Eels v Cowboys game. Leaned towards the Broncos, didn't have the modelers level of confidence. They covered and obviously won the game. Really big on the Rabbitohs, even though that price moved significantly from early in the week to time podcast. I still said let's back the minus two and a half and 13 plus and Rabbits got done against the Milk in Sydney and then Sunday afternoon in the Knights game, said the overs, which yep. got up late. So a little bit of a mixed bag. But um, personally, it went quite hard at the Rabbitohs. So okay. broke, broke even on the weekend. Okay. And uh, for myself, boys, I was a bit the same as the Pope. Uh, I was talking about the Blues, if we could get some uh, movement there. But thankfully, we never got the movement. So managed to uh, stay out of that one, which was a good miss. And... And my Hawks didn't quite get down to 24 and a half. So, uh, again, I, it was a good, good good dodge on that one. But, you know, that, that were my leans and uh, I missed, missed those. Um, uh, boys, I was uh, keen on the Cats uh, to really mess up the Giants uh, down there at uh, GMHBA. And, uh, geez, I missed that. That was nowhere near. Obviously, the, uh, the Giants won that one. So that was a miss. Um, Saturday night, I was keen on the under in the Gold Coast Suns uh, doggies game. We might have a chat about that in the next segment because that missed by three points, I think it was. Uh, so, uh, so just missed on that one. And um, but then Sunday things got it a bit bit better for myself. So I was on Port Adelaide against the Tigers, and uh, I was on Adelaide actually um, against uh, Brisbane. So. Um, managed to square up uh, proceedings on the Sunday. So a bit of a mixed bag uh, for me. Um, but, boys, did we see any bad beats out there on the weekend? We didn't really in the NRL mug. The only one that probably might constitute is Mother touched on it in his segment. The Knights ended up jumping minus 10.5. So if you took the minus there, they won by 10 and scored six tries to three and kicked two or six goals. So a little bit of bad beat, but um, it's a bit light on segment in our early this week, Mark. Carts, um, Carts Rajesh, who's a, a good friend, friend of the program. I was, uh, I was wondering what you were running with there for a second. He's, <laughs> a, he's a Kartik. He's, he's a good man. He's a, he said, you can count yourself unlucky if you're on the Warriors. Try awarded to tie it up at 26 all uh, with a kick to come, but then the try was overturned. I think that was the grabbing of the jumper incident. Was that the one? Yeah, and they they left a lot on the table in the first half too. So, yeah, that could come in the category. Like the head short price head-to-head 
got to be factored in that. But um, they had about five tries disallowed on the night. So he makes a fair point. Carnes, I'm going to say. Carts, yep. Carts. Uh, and uh, Statsman, I reckon, might be trying to put Brisbane up as a bad beat. For all money, they should have absolutely steamrolled Adelaide in that third quarter. But I think kick one goal, nine. And um, and Bobby, so Bob29305 has also put the overs up there as a bad beat. Um, 10 goals, 18 for Brizzy. And he missed his multi, cost him 800 uh, by half a point. So, uh, so pretty stiff there, I would say. I would say that's a bad beat. And uh, boys, the one um, up on Saturday night, I mean... You know, it probably was under a little bit of pressure, but just those two free kicks uh, to basically hand the doggies those two goals, it was pretty much consecutive goals that were really contentious, stinky decisions. Uh, one at centre-half forward where the guy just, he, they say he came over the mark, but he never gave him an opportunity to come back off the mark, which is normally what they do. They say, hey, two metres, one metre. Just caught him in straight away for 50 metres. And then the Cody, uh, what's his name? Cody Waitman um, faking that free kick in the forward pocket. Downfield free kick. Like, that's pretty stinky stuff too. So, I don't know. Is it a bad beat? Maybe it's just a, uh, maybe I'm just a bit frosty because uh, I, I was favouring the under there, Pope, but I had an almighty gap running there and uh, just missed it by a whisker. So uh, maybe that's uh, that's 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 playing into it a little bit more. Uh, that's bad beats, boys. Normally I would say, are we ready to get into some games? But I'm going to throw you, boy, we didn't even talk about this in production. I want to do State of Origin first, boys. So are we ready to talk about the game? I love it, Mug. Oh, I love it. This one game a week that you're taking Thursday night, it's really... Really taking you, hasn't it? You're sort of now starting with league as your opening season. Well, mate, it's uh, it's a big thing, I reckon. State of Origin, and uh, I know you boys obviously love it, and uh, you're you're the big Queenslander Pope. Uh, Modler has a big swing to the uh, NRL as well, and I know a lot of our listeners, and I said it, I've said it before, even the hard and rusted on AFL fans uh, really love the State of Origin series as well. So uh, keen to talk to it. I know it's uh, I've uh, actually Cart's messaged me today. He was he's quite keen to hear you boys' thoughts on it. You're quite keen on New South Wales uh, just a week ago, but uh, obviously we've had the big dog pull out. And um, that shifted the market. Uh, I heard the boys on Market Watch, uh, Tristan and the boys that we spoke about last week, uh, they were saying that that market actually got out to three and a half first thing Monday morning. And then that news broke and we came back to one and a half with uh, Latrell out. So um, how are you feeling about it all, Pope? And is that two-point move enough? I think it is. We we sort of touched on this in our thread a bit, Mug. It's at that level... Um, the impact of an individual player isn't as pronounced, and Latrell is one of the top dozen players in the comp. There's no question about that. But he, he is playing out of position, and the player coming in is a decent replacement. So he's not worth as much as you might think. So I think two points is about right there. And and, and who comes in? Sorry, Pope. Stephen Crichton. So he plays for Penrith Panthers. He's, he's not the player that Latrell is, but centre is his dominant position, whereas it's not Latrell's anymore. He's coming into a team that's dominated by his club teammates at Penrith. So I, they lose something, but I don't think they lose as much as what it might seem on paper. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so Modler, um, how are you feeling about it now? You've, you've, 
you've taken Latrell out of your numbers. Um, how does the model uh, rate that and, and what sort of price do we end up with now? Yeah, so taking out uh, Trell and Grimmin and Crichton, it's, I think, before, so last week I had it just short of $1.40. Uh, with those changes, it's got a New South Wales bang on $1.50. So wow. a bit of drift, probably in line with that two-point kind of uh, drift that, that we've seen on the markets, but still still big value for mine. Yeah, so still a really healthy edge on on New South Wales. Um, yeah, which is, okay, that's, that's really interesting. And I'm sure our listeners uh, will be... Um, yeah, interested and keen to hear that also. Pope, uh, I know you were quite uh, buoyant on the Blues last week as well. Has it shaken your confidence or do you still have that confidence uh, in the Blues? I do still have the confidence in the Blues, Mark. It's just given us a better price, really. Um, I'm being a little bit blase out of that. It, I doesn't, it changes the how, but it doesn't change the end result, I don't think. I, I think New South Wales will need to play slightly different and how the old overall game plays out, I think will be impacted without the troll, but um, I still think New South Wales win this game and we'll get to it. I still can see them winning quite comfortably here. Yeah, right. And um, so, Pope, you know, you, you're, I guess, more of our uh, analyst uh, here. Why do New South Wales win this and, and win it fairly comfortably, uh, do you feel? Yeah, I start with what I don't like and, I, as we touched on last week, I, my heart does rule my head at this time of year a little bit, Mug, but the Queensland back five, so their fullback, centres and wing, for one, is really inexperienced and none of them are going that well. So you put that together and I think they've got about eight or nine games. Um, the back and three just, has and, and, and just um, just for our listeners not so au fait uh, with the caper, Pope, yep. when you talk about those back five um, or that, that spine, or I think that's what you're referring to there, is it? Uh, I'm referring to fullback and wingers. Fullback and wingers. So, who are those people for Queensland? Selwyn Cobbo, Xavier Coates, and Reese Walsh. So, the yep. Wonder Kid, Reese Walsh, come in rather controversially for Kalen Ponga. Um, and while he's going really well at NRL level and he will be a fantastic player, when you're not quite at the top of your craft and you've still got a bit to learn, this is the form you get found out. So, defensively, in origin is as important as attacking for a fullback. And I just don't think he's quite um, nailed his craft as yet. And I think they'll get found out. And that back five in general, inclusive of the centres, it, it's pretty inexperienced. Defensively, they have some issues. And New South Wales, I think they've got the attacking power to find out those problems. So that, that's probably number one. Um, and the second point quickly that I'll touch on, Margaret, and I've used this before, when... Pricing's around Pickham, and this is this is perfect for this analysis. It's close to pick. It's a neutral venue. If you come up with a composite team of yeah. the two sides, that's one good metric I find. And if I came up with a composite 17, I'd, I'd have 10 or 11 New South Wales players in it, just yeah. on names on paper. So when you're looking at it, $1.80, slight edge, 10 or 11, that's, uh, that's a healthy edge at the $1.80 for me. Yeah, okay, nice. And uh, Modler, I know... You're fairly unemotional uh, when it comes to uh, how you go about things. You you you've got your models, you've got your ratings, you've got your what players are worth. You put them into uh, you, you put all these herbs and spices into the computer, and it gives you uh, it spits you out something pretty nice. Um, but but what do your eyes see, modeler? Like what do, what do you um, you know what what's your analysis of the game? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting one when you do model. Like I remember. It was about 
six or seven years ago, uh, there was a game down at the MCG here. And uh, at the time, I had a, a pretty big um, collect looming on Queensland. Uh, but the model, uh, sorry, but, but, um, but, you know, for, for, you know, for all my life, I've barracked for the Blues. And so I was sitting in the stands and I, I really didn't know what to, what to cheer for, whether to cheer for my state or cheer for the, for the balance. And um, I, I, I can't remember what the result is. I think New South Wales got up in the end and I was, it was a bit, I wouldn't say a hollow feeling, but it was a bit, uh, I, I guess, a bit, um, I guess tarnish is a bit of, probably the right word to use. Like it's, 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 it's hard when like, yeah, New South Wales is probably one of the, one of the, the, or state of origin is probably one of the few events I really get invested in as a, as a spectator, I guess. And yep. to have your money on the other side is, is a real uh, conundrum, I would say. And I said, uh, you know, Pope, obviously you feel that as well as a Queenslander, that uh, this is a, an event as a proud Queenslander, you really want to find your team, but, um, but you're lumping for uh, the blues here. Yeah. Touched on it last week. Um, the time spent as working in the bookmaking industry is sort of, I guess the take the emotion out and the, and the wallet yep. overrides the heart at a certain juncture. So that's what it is for me tomorrow night. And game one, I probably know to I can have my cake and eat it to a little bit muggle. I've still got you two come, games. You come, come back for the Queenslanders in, in uh, <laughs> That's right. So. Back in Queensland. We, we we know this we know how this plays out, Pope. We we know we know the score. <laughs> that's right. In three weeks the analysis might be a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Okay, boys, uh, absolutely sensational. I want to go to the total. Again, I'll refer to our friends over at Market Watch because um, I know uh, Tristan and Jared uh, and Jimmy and the boys were talking up the under, talking about how game one is uh, def- uh, very defensive. I think 11 out of the last 12 have gone under 34 and a half. And um, uh, boys, do we subscribe to it? Is the number about right, um, or or should we be thinking about coming in on on the under in this play? I think it's about right. Like it's been a pretty popular narrative this week that eleven of the last twelve game ones have gone under mug. So I can understand the angle, and game one's so important to the overall context of the series, and it's generally pretty cagey affair, and teams play a little bit not to lose. So. I can understand that, but I don't have as strong a position as I think a lot do. So I'm fairly neutral, but um, I could I could plug for the overs. I could plug at 35 and a half on a dry Adelaide night that there might be some points, but um, I'm relatively agnostic in general. Yeah. Okay. Modler, I, do you, I don't know if the, the um, computer's spinning anything out there or do you have a view yourself? No, I typically don't play the, the totals space myself. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess there are narratives in origin that are, that are, that are sort of you know pre- prevalent that you don't see throughout an NRL season. So it's, I, I, yeah, eleven out of twelve is is you know it's we talk about these kind of stats in the past where how much credence do you pay to them? It's it's kind of yeah with something like that it's it's a little bit hard to ignore. So I'd, I'd just be inclined to leave it alone for now. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, lads. And uh, we'd better get to uh, the game within the game uh, because I know um, there's some exotic stuff that a lot of our listeners uh, will be keen on. And um, I know uh, in seasons past, uh, boys, we've done pretty well out of this little, uh, out of this one. Um, man of the match, uh, first try scorer or anytime try scorer. Um, do we have anything for the punters, boys? Yeah, I'll kick it off, Mug. We're not going to look too far down the list here when it comes to player of the match. Tedesco, $7, I think, is really attractive. It's been a long time since you've got 
who he's affectionately known as Teddy at $7. So that's a little bit reflective of his club form. But you're basically saying he's a 27% chance of winning the medal if New South Wales win. And I think he's in for more than that. He'll be around better players here. The opposition analysis or opposition focus will have to be shared amongst other players. So I think we'll free him up a bit more and he's a proven origin performer. So I like him at the $7 for nice. New South Wales. And, and is he, is he, has there been any question on his fitness, Pope? I know there's been question on his form, but it, it, he's 100%. Uh, it's been, I think it's it's at least been muted or speculated that he might be carrying a niggle. Um, but he, his last club game was his best of the year. So whether he's, I guess, finding his right form at um, the key time of year leading into origin, not sure. But as I say, like there's, there's so many threats New South Wales have that, you can't probably put the attention into Teddy that you would be able to club level. And I think you'll find him have a bit more open space than what he's had so far this year for the Roosters. Okay. Uh, awesome, mate. So, uh, so Tedesco there, MOM, uh, State of Origin 1. Modler, anything that's caught your eye? Uh, not so much in the men of the match space. I don't deal much of props typically, but um, just doing a bit of research. I don't mind uh, Trebojevic for some of those try scorer markets. So I think he's... Thirteen dollars uh, for first try. I don't quite have any time price here at the moment, but he, he he's a kind of player who does can and has you know turned it on Origin. So I, I might throw that one out there. Sort of Trebojevic for your first and any time try scorers. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, so have a look around that. Uh, okay, boys. Well, it's it's a big game. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure you boys are as well. Game one happening tomorrow night, Adelaide and. Uh, we got that market one and one and a half now. Pope, interestingly enough, I think uh, Toppy. Well, they're back to or maybe they've been a dollar eighty. I've noticed that Sportsbet Tab, those guys have been sort of bouncing back a little bit now. So it almost feels like they're starting to, you know, there was a bit of money early for New South Wales, sent it out to three and a half. The news of Latrell's sent it back to a harsh one and a half. Now it feels like a bit of money starting to tick back again for New South Wales. Is that sort of what's been seen over the counters? A little bit, yeah. It's it's sort of jumped around. I think there's an element of struggling to put a number on the trail and then the weight of money starting to have an impact there. So yep. I don't know if anyone knows what the right price should be here and it's probably going to be dictated by the market or by the punters here. I, yep. I wouldn't be stunned if it gets close to pick at some point tomorrow. I think you'll find money for Queensland when the bulk of the retail customer base has a bet. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be that surprised if it, if Queensland get in a dollar ninety five or even maybe close to dollar ninety throughout tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Um, all right, uh, guys. So if, I guess if you're on on that advice, if you like the Queenslanders, maybe get in a little bit earlier. You think, Pope? Yep, I do. If you if you do like the Queenslanders, I'd I'd probably pick your time just having a awareness of the market tomorrow. Just last one too, Mark. If you do like Queensland as well, Munster at 650 for me and the match is hard to go past. I think you're basically saying for Queensland win, he's three dollars twenty-five to win player of the match. And that's a very attractive price for Cameron. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much, Pope. Thank you very much, Modler. Um, some great stuff there for State of Origin 1. Looking forward to it. Uh, all right, boys, we might uh, we might change some gears. We'll get over and talk some AFL. And a reminder uh, to all of the listeners that our prices uh, this evening are coming to you from Top Sport. Great Australian bookie. Uh, they look after us, Pope, and, uh, and we certainly look after them. And um, 
one of the fairest bookies in, in the go, you know, like that they see the world through the eyes of a punter. They are punters themselves. And, um, you know, they, they're out there trying to give uh, everyone a fair go. So uh, we really rate them and uh, we think you will too. So go over there to topsport.com.au. Pope, let's talk some AFL. Let's get started, Mug, and we go to Friday night, and it's a fairly intriguing clash. Two teams that aren't in the greatest of form. The Demons are taking on the Blues at the G. They're dollar thirty-one head to head. The Blues, the under pressure Blues, at three dollars twenty-five, and the line is twenty point five. On market here, Pope, uh, before teams, um, but the issue for the Blues is here, and, and Modler might even uh, back this up with a little bit more. They're going to lose. Well, I've got in my notes here: Hewitt, Newman, Hollands. Um, I think they lost uh, Young Durden. Not that he's probably a market mover, but you, it's critical mass when you're getting this many going out. They may lose Chera uh, to suspension. And I think the big one is Cripps. Like Cripps came off in that last quarter, couldn't really put any weight on the ankle. And uh, he's got to be, I mean, even if he gets up, he's got to be a question mark. So Hunter comes back in for the in, in for the Ds. So Pope, all that being said, I, I, I'm putting up a, just a small go, a unit on the on the minus here for Melbourne um, based on the player movement. Uh, I just think that um, there's some good players for the Blues there. And, and in a time where they've lacked good players, uh, I think they can't afford to be losing them. Makes a fair bit of sense. Mug, uh, Modler, can we find consensus in the first game of the round? Uh, not quite. So I've just, just reading out, Cheryl's had his, uh, his suspension overturned. So he, he's okay. good to go. Um I've got. I actually took him out, but uh, with him out, I had the D's right on the market at a dollar thirty. Um, him coming back in is not going to push it anywhere near having a bet on Colton. So I'll just leave leave that game alone at this stage. And and as I say, there, Pope too. The big one is Cripps. You know, like he he if he comes out, well, geez, you know that's probably a all five point move in the market. Maybe we'll stay in the same hotel as his teammates this week. <laughs> No, which he did, I should point yeah, out. Yeah, before, that's right. Yeah. Before, Correct journalism, Pope. Before we get the Carlton, the Carlton list is all side there. Mug, uh, we go over to Saturday afternoon in Adelaide and the Port Power take on the resurgent Hawks. Port are twelve. Hawks are 5.75. The Lions are 37.5 for a team that's won two in a row, Mug. Yeah, it's a, it's a big line. And, and, you know, you sort of look at that and just go, oh, geez, I want to be with the Hawks here. But we lose our best player, Pope, and 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 he's so uh, pivotal uh, for us that um, you know it's who knows what he's worth really at the moment for the Hawks. He's he's been pretty important. He was huge on the weekend. Um, on top of that, it's it's a bit of the same as the uh, same narrative as the Carlton Melbourne one here, Pope. I'm fairly close to the market. I'm a bit above it, but you know you're talking maybe Boke, Charlie. Marshall, Jonas, um, and out the other way, we lose our best player. So I, I think there's a, you know, it's a big player swing. And uh, yeah, we get back uh, Wingard and and Ward, but they're not really going to, you know, change the game. Um, so some huge ins for Port, um, a massive out for Hawthorne, uh, can only be on Port here. So um, mate, again, no, not a huge bet for me, but um, I've got to be on the minus here. I was going to ask you, as you went through the player in there for Port there, Mug, do you factor in at all how long Port have been up for, I guess, that they've been up for seven, eight weeks? Does that come into calculations at all? 
not not for me at yeah. home. Probably probably the one thing I do think about uh, sometimes, Pope, is do players switch off a little bit mentally before the buy? Like I don't know if if they're sort of just starting to think, oh, you know, like when you're in the office and you're about a week out from holiday, you know, you sort of just start to uh, maybe just pull the foot off the pedal or you start thinking about how you really need a holiday when you know you got one coming up. You're like, oh, geez, I need a holiday. So I, I worry about that factor sometimes uh, with the team that's that's got the buy. But nah, not the I, – I, I didn't sort of – it didn't come into my thinking about how many of them won in a row. Yeah. Mondo, how you seen this one? Yeah, a bit the same as the last game. I've got Port right on the market here at a dollar eleven via the model. Um, I've got those four outs of Pope mentioned for uh sorry there's four ins for port um yeah and there's a good chance they don't all come in so I'll, again i'll leave this one alone we'll go to the next game for you here modler and since that's fans not here i'll give you the dollar oh one game that's <laughs> the price that the magpies are the eagles are 13 dollars over in the west and the line is 57 and a half which i think has moved towards the eagles early in the week yeah, it's an interesting one because I think the line last week when they hosted the Bombers was, what, 48-ish? So it's not a lot more for the for the Pies coming to visit. Um, uh, low, low 40s in the end, that one, Modler. Oh, was it? About, 40, about 41 and a half, actually, in the end, I think. the. Uh... Okay, so that trimmed Eagles. Oh, they had a few ends, didn't they? So, um, yep. yeah, um, like via the model there, they're, I've got the Eagles right at 10.50. Um, I think we spoke about this last week where... I mean, that they, they weren't a million miles off the line last week, but I think I might just play wait and see with the Eagles now. Um, I'm happy to, to, you know, sit on the sidelines and see them cover a couple of times, but I'm not going to uh, throw money at them to, to find out. So, um, yeah, the, their value, a, a slight value, uh, you know, according to the model, you know, but uh, but I'm going to leave them alone. Mark, you concur with those sentiments? Yeah, opened up at 64, actually, this one, Pope, 64 and a half. And, um, you know, the models have, have trimmed this one back down a little bit, I think. I, I think um, pretty much similar what happened um, with the uh, Essendon line last week. Bookies put up a pretty big number and and it quickly got trimmed uh, down a little bit. Um, uh, what do we say we're at, Pope? 57. That was exactly my number, 57, um, before player movement. And then you've got, you know, um, question mark around Edwards and Sheed Steele um, goes out, obviously, but pies are going great. Look, if you, if I'm having a bet here, I, I could only be on the pies. You know, I, I think it's just a matter of how interested the pies are. They, they could go over and really run up a number, you know, on, on West Coast. I don't think West Coast have got a hell of a lot coming back the other way. So, you know, they, they don't improve a lot, um, but not really a betting game for me, Pope. Yeah, maybe a bit upside with the pies or anything by the sounds of it. Mug, tricky round so far to get a bet, but we find a bit more of an evenly priced match, at least, in Marvel at Marvel on Saturday night. And the Dogs are seven and a half point favourites against the Cats, Mug. So close to pressing the button here on Sunday night, uh, Pope. Um, but the funny buggers that Geelong play, I just couldn't bring myself to do it because does Danger come back in? Does he not come back in? Uh, I wasn't sure about Trelaw. I had a question mark next to him. But um, the, probably the big one that was really motivating me to press the button, Pope, was Esav. Um, so the big man uh, will be out, and he's been pretty important for them down back. So I thought he was a big out. Um, 
I wanted to be with the dogs. Now the numbers out to you know what do we say, Pope seven or eight uh, there. Yeah, so market, yeah, market mover of the week uh, opened up at you know pretty much four and a half, and um, I feel like I've missed the boat, and I feel like now is the wrong time to back it because potentially you back it at the higher number. Now, if danger comes in, then you get back down to that lower number. So um, yeah, if, if, if I was going to be on, on it, you needed to be on it earlier and I'm not. Yeah. A few moving parts, Paul, it sounds good here. How are you seen it, Modler? Yeah. So I've plugged Trillor and it seems all the noise seems to be likely that he is playing. Um, I've, I've not put, Danger in for the cats uh, at this stage, and all said and done, I've got the doggies a dollar fifty three. So a little bit of value at that dollar sixty three on toppy. Um, yeah, as as Muggs alluded to, bit of a concern around danger coming back. Um, yeah, and, and as you mentioned, like with Geelong, you might not know it's a final teams, you know, an hour before the match. So I guess it depends on how confident you are danger playing. If, if you don't think he's going to play, then then I'd be happy to to be on the doggies now but um if you suspect you might then probably leave that one alone for now what's uh what's the number for dangerfield these days month yeah i i think it's five and maybe even the state of the cats i think me and statsman spoke about it a, a fair bit a couple of weeks ago just he's not that same player that he was, but at the moment, his importance to his team is probably that, you know, he's probably that maybe is six points, um, which is pretty much max, you know, pretty much max billing um, in the AFL. So um, yeah, mate, he's, he's right up there in terms of importance for his team at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Fairly intriguing one in Fortress Darwin for the Suns on Saturday night. Mug, they're $1.80 favourites. The Crows are $1.95. No line here. Yeah, I don't really know uh, what to make of this, Pope. I I, I'm, I I had Adelaide minus two, so I had to add a fo- uh, small favourite. So well, I do think they're the better team uh, than than Gold Coast, but, you know, what do they, they lose going, you know, taking the trip up north? Is there a bit in that? Do, you know, do the golds, do the Gold Coast really have an advantage up there? Um, I guess you you have to say that they do. They played there last week. They know the conditions. They play in that humid sort of weather uh, a lot. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm not really sure what to do here, Pope. So I think I'll just sit it out. I think on this one, uh, Pope, and probably the test is the humidity. Humidity was only around about 60% on Saturday night. where we So we never really got the benefit uh, of the slippery conditions um, on the Saturday night. I think if we're low humidity again and the weather looks good, this could actually be a reverse of what I spoke about last week. That number's at 158 again, I'm pretty sure, Pope this week now i mentioned last week that part of the reason that i was happy to put that bet up was because i thought it was a good bet regardless if it was up there or not um i sort of feel that their bookies are going in with the same mentality that's oh it's humid it's tough conditions so we'll put the number lower but i'm not sure that the number actually should be that low for these two teams um so if anything we could have an overs play back here the other way yeah like it bit of reverse Thinking on that one, Mug. Modlo, can you find a bet here? Yeah, I can. I've uh, led, I think he's out for the Crows. Um, and with him out, I'm still liking them. Uh, I've got them at $1.80. So, uh, yeah, with a $1.95 line at Toppy, um, 
that's good enough for a, a stake for me. Um, I don't think the Suns gain on anyone, so uh, yeah. So happy, happy to throw up a bit on the on the crows. Right in your sweet spot, that reversing the favourite there, Mother. I'll stay with you here at Giant Stadium Sunday afternoon. Giants are two and a half point favourites against the Tigers. Dollar sixty-seven v two twelve. Yeah, this is going to be another example of the reverse favourite. I'm really liking the uh, the Tigers here. Um, let's do what I've got coming back in, um, and with him in, I rate them a dollar sixty-seven. So into that two twelve, the top is showing on the Tigers. Uh, it's a pretty big edge for me. Even if he didn't come in, they'd still be a, a, a decent enough bet. But uh, yeah, on the proviso he is in, definitely, uh, definitely can to be on the tides. Sounds like a big play for you in that one, Mother. Can you join the Mother in his bullishness on the Tigers mug? No, I can't. I was a small favourite uh, for GWS, and I would love to be with the Mother, but I'm just not there. And um, I guess the one thing I do worry about, Pope, like, you know, the, and we were worried about this going into the game last week, right? Does do the Tigers get up for Dimmer? And, you know, in some respects, you might say that they did. You know, they fought that game out. They probably got close there in the third quarter. And you thought, oh, geez, maybe they are going to do it. So the Tigers, I don't think, disgraced themselves against a pretty good opponent last week. But where is the motivation for the Tigers now? You know, that's probably the one thing that I'm asking myself. You know, do they... How do they feel about going up and playing in front of five thousand people um, up at up at GWS? Are, are their stars motivated to really dig in after you know what happened last week? They probably had a few beers on Sunday. You know, I don't. Know, maybe even they went around to the coach's house on Sunday afternoon and have a few beers. I, I don't know, um, but yeah, I, I, I do worry about that a little bit for the Tigers. So I know uh, Modler's computer doesn't care about that stuff, um, but. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I do worry about it a little bit. No bet? No bet for me. Uh, I'll finish with you here, Marg, and it's probably not the most fantastic game to finish around, but the Bombers are 31 half point favourites against the Kangaroos. They're short, doll 17 head-to-head. Yeah, no, I can't find anything here, Pope. The only thing I reckon I could say is uh, this one feels like it could have a few points in it. Essendon have been pretty leaky uh, out the back and uh, and and North have shown a penchant for wanting to move the ball a bit faster in the last couple of weeks under Ratton and got the young boys into the midfield and so on. So uh, let's just have a quick look. 170. Hmm. We'll do a little bit more work on it, Pope, but that 170 is probably not a world away from having a bet on the over. Makes a bit of sense at Marvel Mug. Uh, Mother, can you finish with a bang here? No, I'm going to leave this one alone, I think. Yeah, not much player movement. Shield and Shields, respectively, for both teams look like coming in. Uh, but, yeah, no one near having an edge on either at this case. Uh, I'll let you guys summarise. Uh, I'll start with you, Mark. It feels like your biggest players of the weekend might be in the total points in a couple of games. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Melbourne at that three-goal line, um, happy to have a unit there. The same for Port, uh, happy to have a unit there. Otherwise, mate, she's pretty uh, slim pickings for myself. Um, we'll be keen to just keep a bit of a watch on that weather on Saturday night and uh, weather pending. We'll be going over there. Over the, I think Toppy's got that now at 159. I was 158 earlier and um, and potentially a play on the over there in the uh, North Essendon game. Um, I'll just go back and check some numbers on that one, but um, that feels like it could have some points in it. 
Uh, Modley, you came home with a bit of a bang there with a few bets. Did you want to just summarise that for us? Yeah, we'll do. Uh, on the doggies, uh, on the proviso, Danger doesn't play. And then uh, a couple of away teams in the Crows and Tigers. I'll look short but sharp. Uh, good work, guys. Seven games, three and nine makes, makes a bit of a difference. Feels like, feels like a lot less than two missing. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously not as many bets to find, uh, unfortunately, uh, Pope, for us and the listeners. But uh, let's get to the NRL round proper. And uh, we're almost back to a full set uh, here, boys. But uh, I think we just trimmed one game off, Pope. Is that right? Yeah, we lose Thursday with the, obviously, Wednesday night game. That's uh, Thursday's arrest day. I, I should add the women's origins on Thursday night. So there is still some Thursday night viewing for you. Mug with the women's state of origin. And that but, women's uh, state, I, I know, you know, some people out there might put a bit of shit on women's sport. That's that women's state of origin. That's worth watching. That is brutal. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen women compete like that in anything before. I remember watching that a couple of years ago in the wet Pope, and I was amazed uh, just at oh, how physical that was. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah, and and like a lot of women's sport that's got great exposure, the year-on-year skill level goes through the roof dramatically, so it is well worth watching. Yeah, good. Um, so first up, Pope, we're, we've got the Tigers and the Raiders. Does the commission deliberately uh, pick teams to play on the Friday that they think aren't going to have many uh, origin players? Is that a thing? I think they may. I think they may. Because <laughs> it's this... a bit of a bit of a whack on the Tigers and the Raiders, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think at the start of the year they identified that this wouldn't be an origin-affected game, Mug. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's good to know for the punters. It's not origin-affected. We don't have to uh, factor that in too much. And I think Big Papa missed out too, didn't he? So he was probably one of the only ones that uh, could have got picked up. Uh, Tigers, two ten, and the Raiders, $1.74, two and a half the line. Um, Pope. Set us away. Yeah, it feels like a bit of a trap. I have this plus two here. Mark, so slight edge for the Tigers. That Canberra are missing a couple. They do have one player backing up from Origin who's been named, but they're also missing Corey Harawi and Naira, who had a seizure on the field yeah, last geez, week. That was scary stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that, that was full on. And the other one, rather bizarrely, they're missing Jared Croker, their captain, because they want to give his 300th at home. So he's not travelling to Sydney for his 300th game. So that's we touched on this a little bit with AFL. That what that does to the team's psyche is probably a little bit of a factor. Like it, it feels like maybe a little bit of a mulligan here for them as they travel to Sydney. But um, that's upside for the Tigers for me. I, I can find a slight bet here at the plus two. Um, there's something in back in a poor team, but the Tigers last month has been pretty good. So I'm happy to be on them here at head-to-head $2.15. Can you be with the Pope here, Modler? Yeah, I can. I've got uh, I've got the Tigers' favourite actually, a dollar eighty ish. Um, I guess there's going to be a disclaimer with the rest of these games with the players backing up. I'm just going off the teams as their name today, and it's pretty much every Origin player is going to back up uh, on paper. Uh, so Coruscant in hooker for the Tigers. I've got him in. Um, even if he didn't play, I, I dare say they'd still be a bet on the Tigers. Um, not as big, but uh, but um, happy to throw them out at this stage. Okay. All right. So there it is. First up, boys, uh, lining up on the Wests, uh, which is great. Uh, Saturday uh, over in New Zealand, I think we're back to their home stadium here at Mount Smart Stadium in Auckland. And uh, the Warriors here are $1.45. The Dolphins, two seventy five. 
Six and a half the line. The first time the Queenslanders have made the trip across, I believe, in their existence. Um, Modler, you first. Yeah, no real bet here. Um, not as much uh, sort of plays backing up from origin. I think there's a couple for the Dolphins. I, I actually think they weren't named the Dolphins duo. Um, I've got them right on the market at 260. Um, so it looks like I'm going to leave this one alone uh, for, for the weekend. Pope, anything for you here? Yeah, with, yeah, especially with our hammer. Uh, he hasn't been named here following up from his origin appearance tomorrow night. So I can get this a little bit bigger than six and a half. I can probably get eight. I think Warriors are a good enough team that they respond from a poor performance and, and they were poor last week. So I think there'll be a bit of bounce back. Um, slight trepidation. Dolphins have been in most games, Mug. So yeah. you got to factor that in. But I've got this probably a bit minus eight. So I can probably plug for the Warriors here. Was it Kaifusi that missed? Did he miss last week, or did he he went out? He got injured last week. No, he missed last week. You're right. He got he suspended yep. the prior yep. week, so he's he probably will be playing tomorrow night if he didn't get suspended. And then they've got Tom Gilbert in Origin too. So there's a little bit of player implication for the Dolphins. Yep. Okay. All right. So we're with uh, the Warriors. Pope's with the Warriors there, the home team, um, which is great. Um, Gold Coast uh, taking on South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Gold Coast, 305 versus 138. Seven and a half against the depleted uh, origin ravaged Rabbitohs uh, seems uh, high, but uh, I'll let the experts talk. Uh, Pope, you first. Yeah, I'll stay away. Your analysis is pretty spot on, Mug. I've got a probably plus six, but I just can't really trust the Titans against a good team. And even though they're missing Luttrell, it is sort of the game that Luttrell doesn't matter as much, if that makes sense. Like the, the impact is probably bigger against the top five or six teams in the comp, I think. I think Rabbits can still go to Gold Coast and win without Luttrell here. So I'm going to stay away. And Modler, what does the computer say? Yeah, with the player's name, it's got the Titans at $3. So the slightest edges in the 305, not enough for me to bother about betting with, especially given Titans have done a bit of uh, shuffling um, to accommodate, you know, the origin players and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. Pope, I know we've spoken about the over uh, here in this game a little bit. Over 47 and a half seems very big to me. That might even be the biggest of the season, is it? Yeah, I think, I think Titans probably had a game 48 and a half. Like it's it's a Titans game that only that would have topped it this year so far, Mug. I can probably surprisingly plug for the un, under this year a little bit. That's what um, I was leaning at, Pope. Yeah. It's there's a lot of factors that lead against that, the time slot, the teams, etc. But you take the trail out, you you probably it's gonna be on on Rabbit's bat to some extent, this game. And you know, you got the guys backing up from origin. I think it might be a little bit of a Less open affair than might when what it reads on paper. So I wouldn't. I'd be on the unders at forty-seven and a half. And uh, is that a bet for us there, Pope? Yeah, like as the caveat that Mother put out, the player movement has some impact. But as things stand, it's a bet on the under forty-seven and a half. I think so. Okay. Um, all right, um, boys. This one looks a good one on paper. Uh, Cronulla Sharks uh, taking on the Bronx, and this is Points Bet Stadium. $1.62 at home, the Sharkies, uh, two thirty the other way, the Bronx, and we've got three and a half. Uh, Modler? Yeah, really liking Cronulla here. Um, I've got them at $1.42, so into that $1.62, that's a 
big yeah. edge for me. Um, talking sort of the minus and, and margins at that at that price point. Um, obviously, the big caveat around whether Nico Hines backs up, given he's expected to play off the bench uh, tomorrow night, there's a good chance he backs up. Um, and on on the other side, I guess the, the Broncos have five players backing up as well. Um, so uh, definitely keen on the Sharks, uh, provided Nico does back up. Hope. Diametrically opposed. As really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I can't. As trying to factor in the impact of half your team or five players backing up like that, that is some negative. But I, I still can only, even with that, make slot Sharks slight favourites. So some trepidation on how many of these play. But as things stand, I have this cl- closer, considerably closer than three and a half. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, Pope is with the Bronx. Um, question for you, boys, because uh, um, in the origin, you, you got a few of the big boppers there for Brisbane um, playing for Queensland. Do you think it's harder for the big fellas to back up uh, in origin? Because that's it's brutal, right? The the boys are taking some punishment up front. Payne Haas and uh, was it Big Flegler? Is it uh, Pope? Um, yeah. How do, do those boys find it tougher to come to, to, to bounce back? Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's in simple terms, it is a lot harder. Like it's, it's, it's probably the most gladiatorial arena in sport that I know of, but an origin game for the forwards. So it, it is very difficult. They, they actually say it's probably easiest to do it on the Friday. The, the longer the weekend goes, the harder it is to back up the body probably feels the aches and pains. They say it's the short turnaround's the easiest. So this ties in that longer period, which which might make it hard for a couple of those Broncos guys. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, we flick over to the Sunday and um, Sydney Roosters hosting... Oh, I know they're going up to um, Central Coast, actually, but hosting the the Bulldogs. $1.31, the Roosters. Ten and a half the line and, um, and three forty five back the other way. Um, Modler... Can we lump for the pseudo home team? Um, not quite. I'm going for the uh, doggies here. I've got them 3.30. So it's probably a half stake into that 3.45. Again, there's players coming back for either team. Um, I'd say if Adokar doesn't pull up for the doggies, I wouldn't be keen. Um, but if he does, yeah, enough for a half stake on them for me. And uh, Pope, can we be with the outsider here as well? Yeah, I think Adokar hasn't been named, so I think he's he's definitely out. But I can still find a bet for Canterbury here. I've, I've got this bet 7.5 and the market's 10.5, I think, Muggs. So definitely a bet for Canterbury. Roosters have some players back, but they're not going well at all to be a 10.5, well enough to be a 10.5 point favourite. So I'm happy to be on the dogs here. Yeah, nice. Okay, so that's a lineup from the boys on that one. And uh, we go over Cowboys Storm. Um, uh, would have been a big clash a couple of years ago. Is it still now? Um, Cowboys in home territory are 275, six and a half the line. The Storm short price favorite a long way from home, $1.45. Uh, Pope, how do you feel about this one? Um, pretty much bang on the market. So I'm probably stay away. The, the better probably would take you is the over 42 and a half, I think. A um, little bit dependent again on players backing up, especially for Melbourne, but. I think 42 and a half at Queensland Country Bank Stadium is a decent bet um, in relatively football-friendly conditions up there, usually, Mug. Okay. And uh, Modler, can we line up? Uh, yeah, not really having a play here. I've got 
the Cowboys at 270, so only the smallest of edges into the 275, not enough for me to uh, concern myself. Okay, so just on the uh, over there, boy, but, uh, boys, but I know our, uh, our punters um, will love getting into that. And the last game of the round, it's Penrith hosting the Dragons here. A dollar nineteen uh, is very short. Fifteen and a half the line. Uh, the Dragons four seventy five. Um, Modler, you've had a penchant for the uh, Dragons at times, I think this year, and um, that's a big number. Can the model find its way into the Dragons? No, unfortunately not. Um, I've got the Panthers right on the market here at a dollar nineteen. They 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 have half a dozen players backing up from Origin, so good chance that all doesn't happen. But um, I think for the Dragons, it's only really Ben Hunt that's backing up, so it's it seems unlikely that the, the price would drift enough for me to be on the Dragons, and uh, definitely unlikely that it would drift enough to back the Panthers either. So I'll leave this one alone. A lot of good Christians out there in the uh, Penrith team, uh, Pope. So no big party time for those boys. So. Do they come back in fit and firing? And can you find the 15 and a half? They do like their social media accounts, though, Muggs, so, which is maybe a little bit conflicting to the Christianity, but um, we might save that for, for a monologue to start the show another time. But I have this about minus 17. It's one of those areas that you guys have had to touch on a bit this year in these North West Coast games that it's diminishing rate of return when you're, when you're up at those levels. So I'll stay away, but... I do like the under here at the 42 and a half. I think one Penrith games, and, and you've been across this this year, Mug, uh, generally lean towards the unders. And then well, you've got a lot of guys backing up here that it feels like they might not be at their best and they'll do well, they have to to get through the game. And Penrith don't concede many points. So the 42 and a half, I think um, it's too big. So I'm happy to, to play the unders here. Okay, uh, so a couple of uh, totals points uh, plays there uh, from yourself, which is uh, which is great, Pope. So thank you for that, uh, Modler. Do you want to just go quickly back and recap your bets? I will. Yes. Um, so starting on the Friday night, Tigers. I liked. I had them at dollar eighty. Uh, the next one was the Sharks. I've got them at dollar forty-two with Nico in. Um, Canterbury, I did mine at three thirty, and I think that's it. Okay, excellent. And uh, for yourself, Pope, I like the Tigers, the Warriors. I really like the Broncos with the teams that are named. I've got healthy edge for the Dogs, Mug, and then in the final two games, overs Cowboys Storm and unders in Panthers v Dragons. And uh, and unders in that last one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and sorry, Pope, under in the Titans game or no? Sorry, I did say that too. Yep, you're right. Yep. Okay. So the three totals plays there and four uh bets there. So guys, I know there wasn't a lot uh in the AFL, but um, but with state of origin uh upon us and uh and then uh, a pretty full set from you boys in the NRL, uh, despite one game short. So plenty there for the listeners to get stuck into. Another big round of betting uh, coming up and really looking forward to this weekend's action with State of Origin tomorrow night, State of Origin Thursday night, and then we get set for the weekend proper. So, uh, so awesome stuff. Pope, I know you're an excited Queenslander sitting on the other side. You've got your money ready to uh, lay down on uh, the Blues it's a big weekend for you. Can you sign us off?
Yeah, you're right, Mug. It's five days of football coming up, so please gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.